Independent yet all the same Left the labels but still following the rules Doing it their way Hey. For what? So it's a different world with creatives on campus where we explore all things creative, campus culture and community. I am your host, Brittany T, and I am so excited to be here today speaking with not only a fellow artist, creative, founder, business owner, but with someone who is family to me, um, Ms. Jaleesa Bard, who is the owner of Queen J paints. Jaleesa, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Well, thank you. Yes. So just first of all, um, congratulations on, it seems like things are like progressing really quickly. And I I don't want to undermine your journey. I have no idea like how long you've really been doing your business, but you were recently on the news um, I've been seeing you just post different things with the different clients you're working with. and um, Thank you. Yes. Congratulations on everything that's happening. And, you know, just tell us a little bit about what Queen J Paints is, first and foremost. Well, Queen J Paints is my painting party business, and I'm a mobile artist, so I go to different events and I host parties, but as well as uh, my platform as an artist where I express myself and I like to share stories that we don't really see in the front, but I like to express that stories and get in the spotlight and start taking back the narrative from minorities and other different backgrounds and put them in the front line. So wow. that's the benefit of my business is bringing that spotlight to different faces and different and God has blessed me where I have worked with a lot of different people and come a lot of different um, cultures because art is supposed to tell those stories. I like to use other people's spaces and um, so they can see themselves and they could be relatable to everybody and everyone who comes across. So it's not just, you know, the typical landscaping or flowers and happy faces, but it's more like bringing their uniqueness to their own art and helping them create that because it's all at a beginner level. So three steps and we're done. Right, right. No, I love what you just said because I'm reading a book um, by an author, Beverly Daniel Tatum, who um, she's the former, she's the former president of Spelman University. And in her book, she said something that along the lines of all of us need to see our experiences reflected back to us. And I think like, like you're saying, like in art, that is like one of the ways that that becomes possible. Um, so I, I love that. I love that. So you are a mom, you are a wife, you are a college graduate. Um, tell us just a little bit about your own college experience as an artist and even outside of as an artist, just talk a little bit about your college experience and how that was for you. Mine's kind of start probably early as from high school if I was to take it back because I was like more like blindly, blindly misguided. Okay. Um, I know what I say. We like I said, we all have a little backstory, but mm-hmm. I was kind of confused. So it was like I didn't know what to go to. In my heart, I always wanted to be an art teacher, and I just didn't know or had the resources to have to map that out. So my first step of finding colleges, I, I remember with my guidance counselors, just 
because of the era and the time, I feel like sometimes people slap on stereotypes and it's like I kind of was led to the trade school way. When you're one of those people who stands out like very particular, it's like, mm-hmm. if I do this, I don't have no other research. I don't know any too many art teachers out there. So it was kind mm-hmm. of like, I just didn't know how to go. So the first thing was I got sent into Eastern University and I went because, oh, it's a Christian. I'm a Christian. I must go. <laughs> kind of attitude and I didn't look into my other re- like I just didn't have the quite resources so it's kind of like flip-flopping through universities and not really taking the time of what I want to do how I'm able to do it and what what can guide me there because when I went to Christian colleges I was more like oh I'm gonna be a Christian school teacher and I don't know the job security I don't know requirements mm-hmm. I'm literally just I have the um I think the first four years of my academic experience just says like with the counselors and the people, you have great potential, but I don't see you there. You have great, like, you know, just the, you have great mm-hmm. potential. Everybody can recognize potential, but it's like, they can't recognize where I'm supposed to do with it. So mm. I went to one Christian university uh, and I left completely like any other person with, I left because of emotional reasons mm-hmm. and emotional ties, you know, thinking that the Christian university was going to give me that experience. And I just ended up misguided, probably very, had to discriminate it. A wow. lot of racism was coded in that. Um, and then when I finally came back home and I, you know, everything, that's my main scripture for my life and my business is Romans 8.28. All things work together for your good. So financial aid ran out and I came home, started my life at GCC and I actually had a graduate with an associates in art. And I think um, that experience, which I'm probably um, gonna talk about later in my blog, was such a blessing to just start over at a community college. Mm. One, my grades went completely up, it was flexible and I was in art and I'm just fishing everything out and I'm redirecting my path to be this awesome art teacher. So I got a social degree in art and which led me to go to Rowan as an elementary ed student. So I went through that program and because of time and because I was married by then and I was just gave birth three weeks ago, I kind of was mapping that out with juggling household stuff, marriage, being a newlywed and having a newborn all at once. Mm-hmm. So um, that was a little too much. And at that time, I had 100, I graduated with 175 credits. It was probably, probably that's enough for a master's degree. And um, it was just, I don't want to say I took the easy way out, but to collect all my credits mm-hmm. and to be accountable for that, I graduated out with the Department of Humanities with a liberal studies and education minor. So basically, it just worked out to that. All the socialist degree was accounted for. My wow. education minor covered all my education classes I took, as well as the religion, religious studies and courses I had, because I had about 30, 30 credits of Bible. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I was just a credit manager. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's hard, because I guess that's, that's the transfer student experience when mm-hmm. you go to a university and you're it's like you don't want to waste your time and you don't want to waste your money. And mm-hmm. this credit, you know, a lot of it's like electives here and lectures there. And t- 
to me, I just rather have all my time accounted for compared to just starting completely over. Right. You know what? I know, and and just working in higher education, a lot of students, and even myself right now, I'm in this like mindset of, okay, am I going to stay at Rowan for this doctorate program, or do I need to shift to another university that I feel like is better fit for me? And I think what you're saying, like, I one applaud you in in the courage to take those leaps and to transfer because I know a lot of students, myself included, throughout the college journey who will not transfer because they they don't want to lose the credits they don't want to have to start over and it would be better for them to just persevere through something that they know isn't working for them like you said like the the college university or the college or university where you at where you experience and the racism and different things like that like you know no one really should have to be in that kind of environment so I applaud you for for making those transitions and for finishing strong in spite of all of those transitions. And so I think there's just a practical word in what you just said, which is that um, one, all things can work together for the good. So even if you do make a transition, do make a change, there's a way to still finesse that thing. And like you said, just decided to take the, the, the liberal arts degree and do the minor in education allowed you the benefit of still, you know, benefiting from those credits you had earned and paid for and, and spent the time and resource to, to acquire. And, but also again, even in that still being willing to be flexible and to adapt, to do what is necessary and what is best, not just for you, but for your family. Um, I just, while you were talking, I just felt like there was so much practicality in what you were saying on so many different levels. Um, so thank you for sharing that. So the other thing I wanted to ask you about while you were talking, you were also saying like you felt a little misled um, by like the counselors and um, it, it brought up a former interview where someone was saying about college being a place where people want to be cultivated. And so I heard you saying like your guidance counselors were not really able to to help place you or really push you into what was for you because they they saw potential, but they didn't know how to guide or cultivate that that potential. Do you feel like do you feel like um that there are some people who may come to college and not even necessarily for the degree or for the information although they know that that's a part of it, but more so for cultivation, for the experience, for just the opportunity to get away, um, live on their own, meet new people. Um, And do you think that 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 college is worth the financial investment just for the sake of cultivation? Hey family, this is Brittany T and you have been listening to It's a Different World with Creatives on Campus where I am your host and we just got done part one of an interview with Jaleesa Bard of Queen J Paints. Yes, you heard correct part one. We are going to continue the conversation next week. Uh, Jaleesa had so much to share and just so much to um, for us to glean from that we, we couldn't help but just break it up into two parts so stay tuned and again thank you for listening